Hello and welcome to the Dallas Christian College Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Spees. I serve as the Director of Advancement here at the college, and we want to thank you for joining us for another episode in our series that we have titled, Our Calling. In this series, we have focused on hearing from our department chairs, staff, and coaches as they share their passion as program leaders and highlight the distinctives of their programs. In this episode, we welcome back a regular on our podcast series, Dr. Mark Halen. Dr. Halen is the chair of DCC's Bible department and has been on our faculty for more than 30 years. And I know he's going to have much to say about his own calling into ministry and Christian higher education and his passion for sharing the Word of God. Facilitating our discussion with Dr. Halen is the head of DCC's Practical Ministries Department, Dr. Eddie Sanders. So, Dr. Sanders, I'm going to turn it over to you for this episode of Our Calling. Yes, hey, thanks. Uh, We are enjoying just walking through and hearing professors, leaders, department chairs share what's their calling and how does that relate to the role they have now. So, yeah, let me just begin with that question. Dr. Halen, what is your calling? Well, uh, I, I like to think of my calling not in solely occupational terms. So I can articulate my calling this way. I'm a husband. I'm a father, a grandfather, a church elder, and a teacher. God has gifted me with an excellent mind to be a teacher and a communicator. Within all that, my calling is to increase biblical literacy among God's people, to defend scriptural truth, and to equip people to read, to comprehend, and to apply Scripture effectively. And there are a lot of passages that have sentiment in them that I think articulate a little bit of of where I've come from and how that calling developed. Um, uh, 2 Timothy 1.14, Paul writes to Timothy, By the Holy Spirit who dwells within us, guard the good deposit entrusted to you. In my life story, uh, I grew up in church. I grew up in the home of church leaders. The first great Bible teacher that I knew was an accountant named Walter Halen, who taught uh, junior boys Sunday school, who was a leader in adult Bible study, and was an elder in the church. In that same same book in 2 Timothy in chapter 3, Paul wrote to Timothy, But as for you, continue in what you've learned and have firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it, and how from childhood you have been acquainted with the sacred writings, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is breathed out by God and is profitable for teaching, reproof, for correction, and training in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, equipped for every good work. Uh, again, I grew up in, in an excellent church, had a, a wonderful education program, and I was surrounded by not only a, a preacher that was there, you know, the first he first came to be the youth minister of the church the weekend. His first weekend was the weekend I was born. And uh, he retired as the preacher of my home church like when I was like 45 years old. Um, you know, he was an excellent Bible teacher. 
He had a master's in Christian education. We had an excellent Christian education program. But I was just surrounded by co- common people that weren't Bible professionals, but they were lay Bible scholars, you know, guys that were engineers for the Edison Company, the electric company, guys that were farmers, women that were were stay-at-home moms or who ran the bakery in town, the pizza place in town. And they're just good Bible teachers and and faithful people of God. And my you know, this could be one of those long story made longer sort of things, but just suffice it to say that I was an excellent student. I had all kinds of opportunities, all kinds of people saying, you ought to do this, you ought to do that. And one of those people was me. Okay. I, I, I looked into a law career. We had assistant DA in my church that was highly influential. Uh, sports radio journalism, that was probably the thing that I was really headed for. And and I decided, okay, kind of like to make mom and dad happy, I was going to do a year, maybe two, at Johnson Bible College in Knoxville, Tennessee, where my brother, who was a preacher, had graduated from. They had a communications program. And after I did a couple years there, I transferred to Ohio University. They had this excellent broadcasting school, and I had scholarships to go there. But as I'm doing my communications degree, I'm also doing the Bible because, like here at Dallas Christian College, everyone was a Bible major and a professional major. Hmm. And as I was doing that, I found that I kept loving the Bible courses. And eventually, by my junior and senior year, People began putting seeds of thought into my head about, you know, you you might like doing this, uh, being in Christian higher education. And, and as I began mulling all that over, I realized that the first thing I ever wanted to be growing up, when all the other boys in grade school wanted to be firemen, police officers, professional athletes, the very first thing I ever wanted to be was be a teacher. And, and I've come to understand this concept of calling more deeply as time has gone on, even after I came here. Uh, but, but I see that God was shaping me in various ways to do what I do. And uh, another formative passage for me is Ezra 7.10. For Ezra had set his heart, to study the Torah, the instruction, the law of the Lord, and to do it and to teach his statutes and rules in Israel. And then another passage uh, in Matthew 13, 52, uh, for me as an Old Testament scholar, and Jesus said to them, therefore every scribe, I guess that's kind of what educators are, scribes, who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven is like a master of a house who brings out of his treasure what is new and what is old. Uh, here at DCC, everyone is like a double major. Uh, some exceptions, but even they have like a Bible minor in like degree completion programs. The Bible is at the center of our curriculum. And I always like to tell students and prospective students, 
that 50% of America, American college graduates work in a field outside of their major. You know, there aren't a lot of professional anthropologists. There are a lot of anthropology majors that, you know, work somewhere else, okay? There are not a lot of professional philosophers. There are a lot of philosophy majors that work in something else. That's just the way it is. But you will never work outside of your Bible major because what is in Scripture forms the foundation for all of life. Uh, Your life as a man or as a woman of God, your life as a parent, even your professional life, the person that you bring to the office, the person that you bring to the job, that has its foundation in God's Word. Uh, when we think of our calling theologically as believers, so that uh, Scripture is central. So all our students, whether they're practical ministries, education, business, psychology, interdisciplinary studies, whatever their professional field that they're studying for, they go through a Bible major, and the objectives of that major are that students would demonstrate general knowledge and competency in the general content of Scripture, that they would understand core theological concepts. Maybe if you're a business administration major and you get to the end of your Bible major, maybe you can't articulate the finer points of you know, soteriological, you know, debates and eschatological debates, but you you know the basic thrust of who is God, who is yeah. Jesus, what is salvation. And then we try to equip students. And one of our distinctives is we like to say we don't tell you what to think, but we try to teach you how to discover Scripture. Not just this is what the Bible says, but how do you go about studying and engaging in Scripture? So our third major objective in the Bible major is that students can competently exegete passages of Scripture so they can do discovery reading and learning. And then finally, they can articulate calling, a theology of calling and work based on the realities and truths in Scripture. That's very helpful and a lot, and I want (laughs) to hit numerous areas that you covered. So thank you for sharing that. Let me back up to your story just for a moment, your calling. Was there a moment or was it more of a season where you're in class and you say, you know, I'm not going to transfer. I'm going to stay here, and I'm going this route. What was that for you? There was a time between my sophomore, at the end of my sophomore year, where where I was just kind of like, no, I, I'm really enjoying profiting from, gaining fruit from my Bible classes. Also in my professional major, I'm like, I'm learning the same thing that I'd be learning at Ohio University. I'm doing kind of the same stuff. I'm on a, a radio broad, a broadcast radio station on campus. 
I'm I'm learning all kind of I'm doing scripting. I'm doing the same sort of thing. So, and my friends are here. I have a church family here. I like where I'm at. So I uh, I stuck around. But then it was in my latter part of my junior year, the church where I worshipped. I worked with their youth group. I coached their Bible Bowl team. And they put me on the rotation on Wednesday night to lead the adult Bible study. So there were a bunch of guys that were on the rotation. And um, so I led Wednesday night Bible study one night. And after Bible study, Jeanette Proctor, who was worked in the registrar's office, walks up to me and says, have you ever thought about doing Christian higher education. And I looked at her like, are you crazy? What what are you talking about? And she looked at me and says, you know, she'd done this job for like 30 years. I'm here on campus and I see professors all the time. You look like one. (laughs) You, you, You do, you know, I look at you, and that's what I see. So the next morning, I'm having, I'm eating breakfast, and one of my mentor professors comes in. He's having breakfast, and he sits down with me, and I say, hey, darndest thing happened last night. Jeanette Proctor, you know, and I relate the conversation, and, and Dr. Mattingly looks at me and says, Stan, one of my other mentor professors, Dr. McDaniel, Stan and I have been wanting to talk to you about that. And hmm. so at the end of my junior year, the seed had been planted, and from that point forward, it was no turning back. No turning back. No turning back. Began my senior year thinking about the pathway, hmm. graduate school and, and, and all that, all that would entail. What's it like for you then when you get to do the same thing today for students? Oh, it is, it is wild. It is it is wild when I sit down with a student and say, you know, what what is God what is God doing with you? Have you ever thought about uh, in in senior Bible seminar when they do the my calling presentation and sometimes I hear ideas are floating around their head, maybe ideas that I if it's a student they haven't really known as well as maybe others. And then I come up to them later and I say, have you ever thought about this? Well, no, you know, that this may be an avenue where you can do the sort of thing you're talking about. That's exciting. That's exciting for me. And then, and then to hear what they're doing years later when, when they come to a campus event or, you know, they, they, for whatever reason, I have a chance to meet them. I had a guy graduate from here several years ago, business degree. Uh, he happened to be in the Farmer's Branch Library, and he saw me come into the Farmer's Branch Library, and I was just doing a little task. I wasn't in there more than 20 minutes, and I'm leaving. He chases me. I had noticed him there. He chased Dr. Halen, Dr. Halen, and we spend the next half hour, 40 minutes standing standing at the fountain there by the Matt Mansky Library talking about what he is doing, mm. what he is doing uh, with, in his professional career 
and what he's doing in his church life as he's mentoring younger men and teaching them scripture. You know, and he related he related to me a time where he sat in my office. We were talking about something. He looked around. And he said, "said uh, Dr. Halen, how do you know all the stuff that that you know?" And I simply replied, "Well, I read everything I can get my hands on." And he said, "I walked away that day going, that's what I need to start doing." And he said, "For the last twenty years, that's what I've been doing. Fifteen years, I, I, I've been trying to read everything I can get my hands on." You know, and it works, Dr. Halen. It works. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, thank awesome. you for walking us through your calling, the program you lead, and some stories. I'm sure we could hear dozens more. Thank you for uh, joining us for this episode of the Dallas Christian College Leadership Podcast. And if you'd like to learn more about DCC and how we can help you discover your own calling, Uh, You can check out our various degree programs and scholarships by going to our website at www.dallas.edu. And if you've enjoyed this episode and would like to share it and make sure you can uh, share it with other people, you can uh, do so, and we encourage you to do that. And you can also hear our previous episodes on many different platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Overcast, and Podfriend. Until next time, we pray that you stay safe, have a great week, and continue to uh, search out. I love the, the question there that Dr. Halen posed. What is God doing with you, and how do you need to respond to that? Until next time, take care and stay safe.